This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Third and final hour of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, right here live coast to coast on the BetQL Network, alongside Jim Rodriguez, I'm Chris Mack, and yes, we'll get you our lightning bets before we wrap up this third and final hour. Jared Smith of Fox Sports Radio and BetMGM's live on the line in 20 minutes. We'll talk to him about a little bit of everything, but we just got done diving back into the first full night of the NBA post All-Star break. One of the games we didn't mention, J-Rod, we both had a handful of games that we liked, but one of the ones we didn't necessarily have an angle on is one that's affected greatly by injury, right? Sixers host the Knicks. Big game, first one out of the All-Star break. It's only a point and a half on the spread. Very close on the money line total, sitting at 227 and a half. And above and beyond all that, the Embiidless Sixers continue to try and find themselves. And, oh, by the way, bad news for Knicks fans. Possibility of surgery for Julius Randle that could end the season. Who better to talk to about all of this than host of the Better Half Hour on MSG Network. Find him on social media at Alex underscore Monaco. Alex Monaco of MSG with us here on BetQL Daily. Alex, thanks for taking the time, man. How are you this morning? Chris and Jim, fired up. Thanks for having me. Perfect way to drop back in the second half of the NBA half pipe. Little Eastern Conference rivalry here. Throwback Nick Sixers. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, what what is let's start with the Julius Randle news. I mean, I, this happened at the just just the wrong time. We got done talking about futures yesterday with the final third of the season about to start. And I'm like, you know what? I, I'm counting on the Knicks to 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 dive back into the final third of the season and find a way to get healthy, right? And so I did it. I took a flyer, a little sprinkle on the seven to one Eastern Conference Knicks bet. Bad timing on my part, because now we're not sure about the availability of Julius Randle, right? Yeah, well, look, I love the purchase. I've I've been screaming it from the MSG rafters that it's it's the best ticket you could take that I still like at seven to one, gentlemen. I mean, I got it at nineteen to one. I've been speaking on it for weeks again you you work on a network that has a team you watch in every minute every game and on mm-hmm. some level the injuries and, and no one is happy about them but the injuries have had these role players step up show up and show out you look at josh hart precious achua i mean divincenzo at 33s in a five-game stretch so albeit julius and ironically i am a lefty with the same right shoulder subluxation issue except i don't play power forward for the new york knicks it's a tough conundrum to get the surgery to just do the rehab especially amidst a season i mean you look at the numbers when they have their new big three together they're 11 and 1 jalen julius and og we just only have 12 costco samples of it they're unbelievable at home 
They're 25 and seven as a favorite. So from a betting perspective, they're still in the conversation. I mean, for tonight's action, you're looking at a Sixers team that's six and 14 with no Embiid, and they're still finding their rhythm with Buddy. I like the Knicks tonight in the pick. Yeah, well, they're laying. They're getting a one and a half over at BetMGM. Two twenty-eight and a half feels like that's an under to me, uh, especially yeah. with, with everybody banged up. Um, so, Alex, when you look at the Knicks, like my, my main concern with with the Knicks has always been the coaching because I, I think I think Tibbs will will grind them into dust by the end of the season. Does, does that play at all into it, especially now that you've got banged up team, you know, they, they, they've lost five of their last six. It's, it's a delicate moment in the season. Is, 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 it, is it a chance where maybe you take the foot off the accelerator just a little bit? You know, you're, you're, you're right in that middle. You're a half a game ahead of Philly or the Knicks uh, for the fourth spot in the East. That's what gives me pause of the Knicks, the coaching. Yeah, it's, it's of course, you know, with Tibbs style, right? He, he, he's a no days off old school Belichick kind of guy. I mean, if you look at actually players in the top 10 minutes through the all-star break, no Knicks. Now that could be injuries related there, but to me, the injuries and having to kind of reshuffle the deck continuously game in game out for this 82 game season. I think it kind of helps this style for this otherwise history where yes, Tibbs teams, guys that play, you know, full 82, the Joe Kim Noah type led teams, do they burn out? I'm not worried about it with this team. I think this is a fascinating Eastern Conference where the top three teams, I mean, the, the big friendly giant Joel is banged up. They're, they're absolutely cooked without him. The Bucs have played worse offense, which is head scratching since Doc's been there under 500 record. And then where is the identity with the Celtics team? If they're going to go again, the problem that they couldn't figure out, your turn, my turn, Tatum Brown. I mean, I made this comparison, gentlemen. You tell me. In the grown man world of coaching, and I think this is one of those playoff themes where you got an Andy Reid and a Mahomes. Who's your best quarterback, head coach, point guard, or leader and coach in this tournament, at least on the east side? Joe Missoula was learning cursive when Tibbs was drawing up pick and roll plays. I mean, he's got a whole life on him. There is no way I take a kid in his mid-30s, unproven, with a team that is unproven. Over Tibbs, who's been waiting for this roster in this moment, his entire coaching career. I just think there's something special going on, going on at the Garden, gentlemen. God forbid this six-man at the Mecca gets a little two-seat and some home court. Then we're really humming. Then you're loving the seven to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then the seven to one I feel real good about. But let's let's talk since you mentioned maybe stealing a two seed. Let's talk about the team that's there right now, the one team you didn't mention amongst the hierarchy of the top half of True. the Eastern Conference. And you know, we talked about Bickerstaff earlier when we were talking about Coach of the Year that award market. I mean, there's a lot of names out west with young teams that probably are going to get more attention for that, and that's fine. Um, I think Finch, especially if he can keep it together in Minnesota would, would be, I don't want to say a lock, but would be a, a good bet. Um, yeah. But to bring it back to the Cavs, like, I, knew you were going I, don't, I, I don't believe they can possibly stay this. They've been, they've been red hot for six weeks now, Alex. Can red they hot. stay this hot? And moreover, I think some of the things you mentioned, you know, you talk about Tibbs style. We talk about Missoula's style. Two guys that are, you know, hard-nosed Northeast Division, Eastern Conference basketball, right? 
We're not quite going going old school Bill Lambeer Pistons here, but I mean, (laughs) they want their guys to play down the stretch. And when you talk about a team like the Knicks dealing with injuries, whether it's Randall, whether it's OG, um, you talk about the Celtics and how much pressure they, they may put on themselves to continue to roll down the stretch and secure the one seed. The one team I could see sort of finding that path to getting to the playoffs healthy and with momentum and with the two seed, even if only the three seed, the Cavs. How have you how what have you seen from them throughout the first two thirds of the season? And can they keep it going the final third of the season into the playoffs? Now look, you have to give some attention to them. If you're betting Eastern Conference futures, if you're looking at the board, the seeding, it's actually unfathomable that they are, I mean, they're somewhere in the minus 450, minus 500, I believe, to win the division over Milwaukee. I mean, anyone out there who had the the good fortune of envisioning this run, and I actually just did a deep dive for Bally on the Cavs, so I got a lot of numbers here. The biggest thing to me, because they're playing top five defense, I, I mean, they are second in points against, fourth in overall field goal opponent percentage, and top 10 in three-point opponent field goal percentage. That is music to your ears when you're putting up the numbers that they have, and they got six guys in double figures. My my issue is I watched in person bully ball, older brother, upperclassman, however you want to dice it up in the high school cafeteria, the Knicks put the beat down bully right. style on this Cavs team, and I'm a little concerned that when it comes to playoff basketball, that they're a little too soft. And where are we on the age thing? Because Donovan Mitchell at 27, I believe is the oldest starter. I'll have to triple check my astigmatism. But Garland, Mobley, Allen's 25. No one's even 30 years old on this team. So that's a positive for moving forward. But where is it in the animal kingdom for this year's playoffs? I keep going back to last year where they got pushed around. Mobley and Allen are unbelievable bigs at at grabbing boards and being very strategic in the paint. When it comes to grown man basketball, I don't know that I want to back them. They're pups. I mean, I heart Mitch Robb if he comes back, Julius Randle, Precious. They're going to knock them back to sophomore year if they're juniors. That's how I look at it. Alex, you're like you're like me, West Coast guy living on the East Coast, but I live in that five-letter <laughs> word in New York and that five-letter word in the Eastern Conference, Miami. And the Ooh. heat, this is this is like the meme of that guy standing behind the tree, just kind of <laughs> sitting there, shake. This is Miami time, the heat culture, ad nauseum, whatever you want to call it. They're yeah. lurking and they're coming. Talk to me about the heat. This is not the time of the year I want to see Miami on my schedule. No, I'm glad you brought them up again. That's this is this is round five with this Pat Riley lineup, and he says he works in in five year increments. So according to him, this is his slick back Terry Benedict hairs last run with Jimmy Buckets and Bam Adebayo and Hero as his big three. I don't really love how Rozier's fitting in, boys. I mean, I'm watching. I'm trying. I'm trying to get back to Rozier on the Celtics when he was playing competitive basketball. Maybe he's just gone so many Saturday mornings at the Y playing meaningless Hornets ball that he forgot what it's like to play both ways. I don't know. If Rozier doesn't fit, if he doesn't come into his own, they don't look like they have the offense. Now, we do do this every year. But I don't know. Did Caleb Martin hit lightning in a bottle in that playoff run last year? 
Butler's dealing with personal issues. Again, this is the timing where we do it and we talk ourselves out of it. I will sit here as a better and say, if I'm not backing New York, I'm back in Miami. Just because of the coach, the defense, the accountability, and them knowing each other. I don't love the juju, though. Lowry, locker room guy, in my opinion, now on mm-hmm. Philly. I don't know. The vibes are a little off there in Del Boca Vista. I'm not writing them out. You can't do it in February. You'll cook yourself. But, I mean, I don't see them in this regular season giving us even any mini spurts here. I mean, maybe a little bit, actually, ironically, since Jimmy went away. Um, but we're going to have to see a lot out of them, I think, offensively, for me to feel like they can score with the best of them. That's why I feel great about the Knicks, boys, is they play top five defense. But they, they're shooting top ten from the three-point land all season. And they got six guys that can go double figures any night. And that's what I think you need for deep playoff run in, in, in 2024. Del Boca Vista, Jerry. Um, real quick, we got like two and a half minutes here, Alex. So give me your favorite plays for what is just a stacked slate tonight in particular. You know, I'm leaning, I'm leaning with the, the under's a great thought, but I'm leading Knicks tonight. I think this team comes in very refurbished. It was funny watching the, the All-Star game. Brunson couldn't even help but play defense. I mean, no one wanted to play defense. He couldn't help but throw a couple steals in there. I just think tonight that's their MO. They come in. They had a rough last week just trying to get to the break, you know, being on the pregame show with the Knicks. There was a lot of what our broadcasters were saying. Just need to get to the break. Get, get, get a little couple days off. Larry David Lamp, if you will, and come back and get ready to go. I like this, this matchup tonight. Where are the Sixers right now with their offense? I If they're not having Tyrese and Buddy and Oubre all kind of cook, they look like they don't – they got a hard time getting the triple digits in the offensive category. I actually do like – I'm not sure which one of you shouted out the under. I do think the under is an interesting play here tonight as well. Um, but I'm going to take the Knicks on the money line here. Keep Keep it even. It goes to two, two and a half. Maybe we got to look at the painting a little differently, but one and a half or less, I'll swallow the juice on the money line. Mm-hmm. Alex, we're yeah. going to let you run. Uh, oh, no, go ahead, J-Rod. We got a minute. No, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately that guy at the crap stable that's betting the don't. I'm betting the under tonight in that Nick Sixer game for sure. I like it. Real quick, while I have a quick sec, I would love to make the yeah. case for a little one-two. You can get like four to five units on BetMGM if you double them up. T-Wolves to ink the one seed at plus 190 on BetMGM, and I believe Chris Finch, Coach of the Year, is plus 250 right now. This is the number one defense in the West, far and away, and this is what teams that have to prove themselves do just real quick on the regular season soliloquy. Don't think the T-Wolves are going anywhere in the playoffs, but those teams, the Thunder, the Magic, the Wolves, that don't have any playoff pedigree at the moment with their rosters, They go all in on the regular season. We haven't seen the T-Wolves ink 55 wins, boys, since the sidekick came out in the early 00s. That was a Kevin Garnett-led Timberwolves team. If they get 55 wins, they're going to get to me, I think, the one seed. And then you got to give the award to Finch. I mean, this T-Wolves team's been non-existent most of my millennial life. They're playing real D. They got six guys that can put up double figs. And Conley just got re-signed. I think there's some good vibes there going on if Ant-Man can continue to sprout towards uh, Paul Rudd superstardom, if you will. <laughs> I love it. Great stuff, Alex. We'll check hey, you thanks, out online guys. on Twitter and X at Alex underscore Monaco. He hosts the Better Half Hour on MSG Network. And, of course, the Moneyline Monaco podcast as well. 
Thanks, Chris. Feeling good, J Rod. Thanks, man. I'm feeling good, J Rod, about tonight's NBA slate now. After talking I'm to fired Alex. up. Feeling this, good this about borderline some of these Christmas plays. Day here. Borderline. Yep. And let's pivot back to college hoops, not just to make Jake cry, but also because, well, we've got Jared Smith of Fox Sports Radio coming up to tell us about what we saw last night, more big upsets, and what to expect tonight. Jared, next, right here on Beck UL Daily.